All right. So, hey, guys, this isn't Tracy. This is actually her best friend, Girdley. And because me and that crazy girl have been through, like, uh, 10 years of adventures, I thought I'd hit y'all with a disclaimer of sorts. First and lastly, do know that whatever the hell Tracy shares in this podcast comes from her very own treasure chest of magic, logic, and good intentions. She's definitely not a therapist alternative, but she does believe it's inhumane to withhold what feels like gangsta insight. My girl's not for everyone, but she just might be for you. She's beauty in the Aliens, unicorns, savages. What up? This I, Tracy G, and you're listening to another episode of Can I Fucking Figure Out This Solopreneurship Balancing Act podcast. <laughs> nah, but I might as well call it that, right? Don't answer that out loud. All right. Hi, guys. I hope my voice is reaching you at a um, at a high moment in your life. And if not, it's all good, yo. I'm going to be there with you on the journey up. Okay, okay. Before we get into the meat of this episode, some quick housekeeping. Big thank you to everyone who copped the No Sex Zone workbook, a dope woman's GPS for navigating celibacy. I am really proud of how that baby turned out, and I am grateful for those of you who have allowed me to share my closed legs journey from enter to exit with you, whether it was um, via the two episodes on this podcast or through the actual workbook itself or even through conversations that I've had on social media. I love you. I thank you. Our relationship is fucking fun, y'all. <laughs> also, if you are in New York City, excuse me, New York City, April 18th. Yeah, that's a Tuesday. I will be a part of a panel focused on how race and gender play a part in our media workplace. This is being produced by Sisters in Media. The flyer is on my Instagram. So type up at it's Tracy G on the gram if you want to check out more of the details. Um, But if you're ready, just go ahead and RSVP, open up your email, type sistersinmedia at gmail.com and tell them, yeah, Ash wants to be there. By the way, it starts at 6.30 p.m. And I will have a big thug hug ready for your ass when I see you. Can't wait. All right. This is another Q&A episode, but before I open that door, I must say this. I was listening to amazing human slash best-selling author Cheryl Strayed. Many of you guys might be familiar with her work. She's extraordinary with putting emotion to paper. Anyways, she was recently a guest on one of my favorite go-to podcasts, The Tim Ferriss Show, and some words of hers resonated deeply with me, and they have everything to do with her take on giving advice. Listen to this. When I'm giving advice, I always feel like I'm just one voice and I encourage people, don't just listen to me. I'm going to offer you what I can offer you. And then somebody else, it's not about being right or wrong. It's about illumination. It's about getting you as the person who's seeking advice to ask deeper questions, to bring into consciousness maybe a little piece of this that you didn't see before you talked to me. And I love that. I love that about both advice giving and advice taking. And I love that as well, Cheryl. All right, so I figured it was just easier to borrow her voice because I found it to be a necessary reminder. And yeah, everything Shell Stray just said, slather that thick on these Q&A episodes. All right, all right, let's go. Hey, Tracy. I know you have a lot of love for the single ladies, but what about the ladies who have surpassed that learning curve? 
What about the ladies who have found love, a career, who knows who they are and have become comfortable with who they are as women? How do you stay motivated to not forget about self-love? Thanks so much, a beautiful soul. I love this question. And even more than the question, I love that you referenced yourself as a beautiful soul. For everyone else listening, I'm also going to read a bit of what was in her email to fatten this up a bit more of context. She said, I was sitting here all working on my anatomy homework and listening to your podcast you put up recently. Uh, she gave me a compliment. We can, okay. My lessons that I have learned are, okay, we can go past that too. Okay, she is a genuine, hardworking woman. <laughs> I'm not laughing at her. I'm laughing at myself for being utterly ridiculous. Back to the present we go. She is a genuine, hardworking woman with the kindest of hearts. She says, I surpassed so much, but now that I have found myself, gone back to school and found my soulmate, I am now struggling with motivation, motivation to take care of myself. Not because he doesn't let me, I just can't seem to get myself out of that comfort zone. I am in school for nursing. I work in the healthcare field for dialysis, which are crazy hours. I always make time to talk to my girls and listen and discuss whatever we have, what day, whatever day we have had, but I can't help but forget about me. I used to work out a lot. And then it goes into what we heard. Okay, so like I said, I love this question, especially because it's something I've thought about a lot during this current page in my life. And I remember in the earlier stages of my relationship, a big question I had was, how can we be in love responsibly? Because it's just so easy to take it easy you know when you're in love and you feel like you're living in your own beautiful alternative reality and I ended up asking that question to a few amazing coupled up women that I know who are killing it right now uh, like my bestest girly who you guys know from my no sex zone episodes also my baby maddie james who a lot of you guys are familiar with she's a style blogger branding coach not to mention a full-time milf <laughs> and a full-time wife um, i also spoke with my love debbie brown from karmabliss.com and the one thing that i noticed through all of their answers that thread that connected it all is the importance of communicating your areas of improvement out loud to yourself to your lover to your girls because this will really help with gaining accountability and shedding any guilt because you know how so many women have their standards in a relationship written down you know everything that they want in a partner we've got to give that same exact energy to creating our boundaries because many times we think the only shit worth scheduling in our planners are professional related goals as if professional related goals are the only valuable piece of the pie when really it's our piece as in p-e-a-c-e that is the muscle that helps us to climb and because that ladder of life has endless legs up until the casket drops anyway <laughs> it's to our benefit to build that muscle of self-love of self-awareness so scheduling time at the gym of emotional empowerment is vital baby and my suggestion to you is to intentionally carve out a quiet hour as in phone on airplane mode, as in body in secluded space. 
You ain't got no stretch marks from birthing your friends or for birthing your soulmate, so they will be fine, <laughs> all right? And what I want you to do with those 60 minutes or less, hey, we all move at different paces, is you write out every experience, small, medium, large, that has ever recharged you, um, as well as writing down the ones you'd like to try. So this could, just to give you an example of, of things, indulgent soaks in your tub, that new book you've been wanting to pick up, creative writing, bicycle rides, a good wine and a good podcast beneath the sunset, et cetera, et cetera. You get the point. Look that list over. Smile at it. Wink at it. Then schedule that bitch and honor it. Okay? <laughs> Give yourself something to look forward to in the same manner that those we love look forward to speaking to us. So when you spot me time on your calendar... That will give you the motivation to finish the week in order to receive your reward. And if you need to go as far as setting alarms on your phone, do that. Sometimes I have to do that because I'm just always on go mode, especially with technology keeping me on the hamster wheel, you know. And lastly, remember this. Our body, this body stores feelings stories and hopes this is the one home we have till death do us part so pay your mortgage <laughs> and keep your place tidy i my motto for this year has been well i've got i've got a couple i admit but the main one that is written on my little chalkboard at home is more maintenance less resets um and i think that would be of benefit to you love so thank you again for your question i really really hope that works someone who's great at speaking more on this sort of subject my leak i've mentioned her before my leak teal she has an awesome podcast more so based in, in business development but she gets really personal as well since the business side of us needs to be balanced out with our personal side. So if you're not already listening to her, definitely check her out. Her podcast is called My Taught You. M-Y Taught You. Aight? Hi, Miss Tracy. I have a question for you. I've noticed that you've mentioned God in your previous newsletters. And in this past one, you mentioned something along the lines of reincarnation. And I was wondering if you're religious in any sense. Huh, dope question, bruh, and dope voice. I'm so thrilled to hear, like, some some testosterone in a place that's mostly splashed with team estrogen. All right, that was some really colorful conversation with myself. To the question we go. Um, oh, and I really appreciate you being a part of my newsletter, Gang Gang. For those who don't know, every week I send out an email. Uh, pretty much sharing either my current epiphanies and the insights that just happen to spill out of them, or I share exclusive discounts for some of my products and services. Well, soon to be services, I should say. Just did that recently with my No Sex Don't Work book. Um, I also share my favorite finds for upgrading our life, whether that's in heart, humor, or even hair sometimes, the in-between, everything that makes me feel good. And I am... If there is anything I'm a professional at, it is sharing dope shit. All right. Okay. My spiritual foundation is Christianity. Oh, this is, there's so many different directions we can go along. And y'all know that 
I tend to be allergic to linear thoughts. So I'm going to try my best to stay anchored here. Yeah, my spiritual foundation is Christianity. Um, I went to Catholic school from kindergarten all the way to senior year of high school. For the most part, I've had a relationship with God my entire life. And that relationship has gone through many different phases. He was there for the dirty daydreams I had in church as a teenager. (laughs) He was there when I squirmed in church as a 20-year-old who couldn't deal with God being called a he. He was there when I spent five hours on an Easter day breaking down sexual fluidity to my parents. I do not remember a time never loving God But on the other hand, to be completely transparent with you, I had no relationship with Jesus Christ, which is a long story. And I got to think about how that story begins, really. But I do know where it ends. August 2014th, 2014th, August 2014, excuse me, I had one hell of a one heaven of a spiritual awakening and I felt him friends I heard him I truly did it was beautifully insane I never thought I would experience something like that like that I've heard stacks and stacks of stories of people discovering Jesus for the first time um at the time I was in a bible study course with my friends so I feel like that helped me to become more open to receiving him in my heart I'm sure that is what um what jump started that new relationship and to fill in some other gaps. I absolutely see myself as multilingual when it comes to religion. I believe God reveals him or herself to people in various ways. And when I learn about those ways, whatever feels right, I collect anything else. I just kindly leave behind. And religion is just something I've always been curious about I took a religion of the globe course in college and that was not a required course I've been to a mosque I've hidden in a temple (laughs) that's a long story me and Girdley we went to a Scientology service that's that's a different story (laughs) and all of that to say Christianity is my foundation so again I was baptized in 2014 or maybe I didn't even say that. Yeah, I was officially baptized in 2014 in a very conscious way. I was baptized as a young youth, but I have no recollection of the meaning behind it or the experience behind it. So if I was going to do something like that, I definitely wanted to as um, a grown up. But it's interesting because a lot of my beliefs don't seem to go hand in hand to someone listening but they all seem to work really well for me so yeah I believe in Jesus I also do believe in reincarnation not necessarily where I feel like you can become a bird or a blade of grass something like that but I do feel like you continuously come into this life until you fulfill your the major part of your purpose Um, I also believe in evolution I love some key parts of Buddhism. I love some key parts of Kabbalah. I love 
chanting and meditation. I'm into crystals. I'm into the royal gangstress that is Joyce Meyer. I am currently partaking in Lent. <laughs> and I personally believe God is fine with my use of explicit language at least 80% of the time. <laughs> so basically, if I feel the healing powers, just count me in. My curiosity for what brings people peace and what forms the the spine of their belief system, that curiosity I just don't think is ever going to be satiated. So so there you go. <laughs> Long, you know, spirally fucking answer that ends with this. I'm a mutt. And I'm sure there will be more of this topic. So if anyone else wants to dive in with a question, feel free. And I hope that I didn't offend anyone. Hey, Tracy. My name is Ashley. I'm a college student in Dallas, Texas, studying psychology. I'm in a very Christian environment that is very sheltered. And it's intensified my frustration and anxiousness to graduate. I find myself losing patience during this time, even though I know this is the best place for me to be. However, I found that this has become pervasive, and now I'm losing patience in all areas of my life. I don't have the patience for the in-between. I want to begin and end. Please help. Thanks. Whew, girl. Do I get it? My next audio vision board, right now the title is Bloomsville, and I created it to specifically medicate this mindset because I have dealt with destination syndrome as well. Destination syndrome being, for those who are unfamiliar, it's like you feel like the only way you'll be completely fulfilled is when you reach whatever level in life or whatever location in life, et cetera, et cetera. I feel like I brought this up before, but... Just saying it to be sure. If I did, forgive me. All right. Thing is, though, when it comes to being focused on the destination, <laughs> you don't realize all the necessaries for your growth happen during our period of marinating, girl. I know. Unfortunate news I have to deliver. So once everything is cooked, right? After the marinating, you eat the meal and it's on to the next. That's the fast part. So this destination we're after is really just the beginning to another journey. And I was talking to my boyfriend about this yesterday, actually. And he was like, yo, watching the entire process of a plant grow is boring. Imagine that shit. You just pour some seeds into the ground and then you spend every second documenting the micro steps of that seed's journey into bloom. Fuck out of here. You're going to drive yourself mad, which is why people tend to buy each other bouquets of flowers rather than a bag of seeds, right? Instant gratification. But yeah, the flowers, they're immediate, they're gorgeous, but also if that same theme of immediacy, those flowers die pretty damn quickly. Why? Because they have no cut them roots. Shit, I'm just giving you the entire intro to my audio vision board before it even comes out. But that's okay. This actually makes things much easier for me, so I appreciate it. Anyways, me lady, all of that to say, trust that this time has a purpose. I've been reminding myself a lot that if I truly believe God created this whole shebang called life, then his slash her fingerprints are on everything which means there is something useful in every moment 
there's a new skill you can sharpen in every moment. I used to work in a wild environment. I, with motherfuckers, I did not understand. And I love psychological analysis. <laughs> and the funny thing is the other day I was flipping through an old journal and I saw something I wrote about a coworker. I said something like, I don't understand how homeboy is so dark and negative. Sometimes I feel like hugging him, but I'm afraid he'll stain me. <laughs> Girl, that's what the hell I wrote. <laughs> and I'm laughing because of how much things have changed. Now, that boy never ended up becoming my best friend, admittedly. But I decided to say, let's use the situation to learn something, Trace. You know? And that lesson will be how to find someone's light when it's buried beneath darkness. And quietly I committed to that lesson and it helped both me and him a lot it also made so much sense when I connected all looking backwards <sighs> but I also know that might just give you enough motivation to only last till morning <laughs> so here's some other shit I'm sure you've heard the saying that time is going to pass by anyway so you might as well make use of it. Well, girl, distract yourself from the waiting game. Stop staring at the seed you've planted and get active. If you like running, see what running groups are in the area. There's an app called Meetup where you can link with folks of similar interests as you. Jump into the body of another person by getting a fat ass novel. I recommend Freedom by Jonathan Franzen because it pulled my soul out of the quicksand. I think you get what I'm trying to say. Stay busy, stay self-cared, and remember your next chapter has no choice but to arrive. But waiting for it will drive your ass insane. Ah! All righty, tis all. Thank you guys so much for lending me your ears, your attention, all of that. I truly, 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 truly thank you for that especially because I know how noisy the world is and how you guys have so many different options to listen to and I'm grateful to be someone you decided to add to your plate if you enjoyed this episode if you enjoy my podcast the best way you can express that to me is by leaving a rating or a review on iTunes. It helps with a lot as I push this brand forward. Also, I love engaging with you guys on social. I'm not just saying that. If you look at my Instagram and look at comments that people leave, I usually uh, hit y'all back. Maybe not, you know, within a millisecond, but I do. Twitter as well at it's Tracy G I T S T R A C Y G. Anything else, Tracy? Anything else, Tracy? Sign up for my newsletter again if you have not already. Just go to she's beauty and the beast.com slash newsletter. Also, if you go to she's beauty and the beast.com slash starter, say this is your first time listening to my podcast, that will give you a nice introduction into the, who the hell I be. Let me make sure it actually is she's beauty and the beast slash starter. Yup, I am correct. She's beauty and the beast.com slash starter if you want me to fully take away that virginity of yours. Alrighty, you guys know how I do. If I don't quit the rambling right now, <sighs> It's going to get annoying. I love you.
Stay away from fuckboys. Drink your water. Eat some lychee. If you really want to feel freaking magical, yo, pop some lychee in your mouth, okay? And if you didn't give up liquor for Lent, a lychee martini. Mm. Mm. Let me not even do that to myself. Let me not even do it. Okay, it's time for me to go. It's time for me to go. Keep the soul lit. She's beauty and the beauty.